The day is over, but the night has just begun. This is WTMJ Nights, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. Here's your host, Brian Noonan. Good evening. Welcome. Glad you're with me. It is WTMJ Nights, and we have fun things scheduled. It's always better when you're involved, though. 855-616-1620. That's the old National Bank talk and text line. Old National Bank, get old. Get involved in the program. When you call in, you'll be talking to Justin. Oh, my gosh, be nice to him. He is still reeling uh, over the fact that he is now the senior producer of WTMJ Nights now that uh, Tommy has left us. And... uh so be nice. Then he'll put you through to me. That's how it works. If you want to text, let's start with our text question of the night. We do it every night. Different question. Here we go. Today is National Eat What You Want Day. I didn't make that up. It's a real thing. Well, as real as these national days can get. What's your go-to splurge food? Today is National Eat What You Want Day. What is your go-to splurge food? 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talk and text line. Justin, uh, now that you are the elder statesman of producers on the program, uh, yes. what can, can we expect? Any changes? Do you have a vision that you'd like to implement at this point? Uh, vision. We're gonna have some fun. That, that, that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> me, me and you. We're gonna have we're up gonna, until we're gonna have like what we've been having before. Fun. Is we're that gonna, what you're saying? Yeah, we're gonna have to have twice as much fun because I know Tommy was always a fun spirit and he will be missed. But we're gonna have some but fun you're here. Yes, he's gone. So we, we we don't listen. We don't mourn the dead. Yes, we remember the yes. good things and we move on. Yes, excited. I'm excited. All right, good deal. Well, we're, I'm excited to have you. Here we go. Uh, we're already already getting some response. Pizza, pizza, and more pizza from the 262 is their go-to splurge food. Chris from Wauwatosa said Sloppy Joe's and Chips and Dip. Chris, I like your menu. It sounds like a seven-year-old. I have not had I have not had Sloppy Joe's in I can't remember how long. We used my mom used and I don't know if my mom actually made Sloppy Joe's um, more so than like a barbecued hamburger kind of thing. I mean, at one point she was using like the manwich sauce, but then it became kind of like just barbecue sauce with the meat. It was fine. It was good. We called them Sloppy Joes. Delicious. Jeff, oh, Jeff, high end. Jeff says swordfish steak. Look at adding a little class to the uh, get together already. Nicely done, Jeff. I would have to, um, I would have to agree with the two six two. My splurge foods are pizza because I could eat. A ton of pizza. I just I love pizza. Thin crust, thick crust. I don't care. Uh, even even some carry out chains. I'm down. I, I don't. I just I could eat pizza every day and not feel bad about it. And um, cookies. If I start eating cookies, forget about it. I am uh, I'm on a bender. I'm like I'm like a bad addict when it comes to sugar. Uh, from the two six two, custard is my comfort food, and Deb says ice cream that will always be my splurge. Uh, there you go. So, Justin, do you have a splurge food? We know you enjoy eating. Uh, yeah. From the food court here at the Avenue, you like to go out there and get yourself some sushi and stuff. I do. I do. Do you have a splurge food? Mine's probably Chipotle. I'll always really? get yeah if I'm if I'm feeling myself or if I get a little extra money that day or something's going my <laughs> way. It's it's a Chipotle burrito to go to go for sure. There you go. Yeah, that's one of your bets comes in. Exactly. Yep. Uh huh. How are you doing with the uh, with the NBA playoffs? Things oh, are uh, topsy turvy. It's tough. It's tough out there. 
It's it's yeah, it's very tough out there. Uh, Knicks fans getting a little too full of themselves, I think. That's true. Yep. They're, oh, they're all pumped up. Those Knicks flan, Nick Nick Flans. Yeah, Nick Flans. I used to talk to him uh, in New York. He had all kinds of information for me. <laughs> Go to splurge food is tacos. That's from Todd in Wauwatosa. That's the text question of the night. Today is National Eat What You Want Day. What's your go-to splurge food? Uh, jump on in eight five five six one six one six twenty. Lot to get to tonight. I don't want to spend too much time on this, uh, but uh, I'm wondering if anybody watched the town hall on CNN last night. You know, CNN is taking a lot of heat today because of the former president's appearance in a town hall that was uh, mostly a, an audience favorable to the former president where he went off on the usual stuff. And listen, if you're a, a supporter, you are you don't want to hear that anything was wrong. So, okay. But he was fact-checked numerous times. You know, we can... I'm not going to argue the merits of his arguments, except to say he really uh, was kind of dumb but by not keeping his mouth shut about the recent... Uh, court finding that he was liable for sexual assault and defamation, he went off on E. Jean Carroll again last night. So there is word that she may sue him again for defamation. And uh, it probably <laughs> looks like it would probably stick. The uh, thing was, uh, CNN did it. You know, they've got a new they've got a new CEO over there, and they're trying to make a splash. And he thinks their job is to make news, which I don't think any news organization yet organization's job is to make news and a news organization's job is to report the news that's how it was set up that's how it's supposed to be is it that way now no because there's new news organizations that cover both sides of the spectrum that are about nothing but pushing an agenda um, under the guise of news when it should be just entertainment but they frame it as news um, so he, even though senior staffers at CNN are uh, reported to be upset by what happened, he was, oh, he was overjoyed because they got lots of coverage and made the news. And I'm like, well, I don't know if Ted Turner would, uh, you know, I wonder what he's, what he's thinking about from his Ted Turner cloud, wondering, you know, I created this news organization and look what it has become. Didn't pay off too well for CNN, low ratings. Uh, you know, it sounds like a lot, but it's not. 3.1 million uh, overall viewers. That's fewer than President Biden's town hall in July, which got just a little bit more at 3.7 million. It also had the lowest ratings of the last five uh, Trump town halls that were broadcast. So the strategy for CNN did not seem to pay off. If you watched it, at all last night and really I don't know why you would we were having an unbelievable show here last night we had Justin Garcia on we uh you know it was uh, you should have been listening here and because we only told small lies we didn't tell any any big whoppers but um if you watched it let me know what you thought of it I I did not because I was doing this and I watched highlights or lowlights or whatever it was I watched some of that, and it did not really seem to be something that uh, was what they had framed it to be. It was it was not anything new. It was the same old stuff, the same complaints, the same, oh, I'm a victim, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so it seems like a waste and did not pay off 
for CNN. And again, it's it's very disheartening when someone, an organization that is supposed to be reporting the news decides, no, we're going to make the news. Because that just leads to more distrust of the news. And we, we've got enough of that in this country. Everybody says, oh, my goodness, yeah, it's the fake news and blah, blah, blah. And you've heard it. You've heard it for years now. And unfortunately, things like this don't do anything to dispel that rumor. They just um, they just cement that a little bit. Kelly says, it's my birthday today, so nationally what you want day is very appropriate. I had free chai frap from Starbucks, an order of penne rosa from Noodles and Company, and a custard from Culver's. Fast food is my splurge, and free is even better. Uh, yes, Kelly, see, good for you, Kelly, because I never really take it. I get those emails from places that I have, you know, if, if you have a rewards card or if you have the app, you put in your birthday, and you get all kinds of free stuff, and I'm a dope. I never... Uh, I never redeemed those. I had my birthday last month, and I got a bunch of stuff. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to, you know, what am I going to do? Go wait in line for, you know, a free this or that? That doesn't make sense. I'm going to go somewhere and get half off a burger. Nah, I'll pass. I'll let it go. So I don't do it. But, Kelly, good for you. Happy birthday. Glad you're enjoying it. From the 708, there's splurge food, seafood, shrimp, crab, mussels, clams. That's from Judy B. Uh, favorite splurge food from the 262, New York Super Fudge Chunk. Oh. It's a lot of good splurge foods coming in. Uh, Justin, what do you have uh, What do you have in there to eat? I should have thought of you before I posted this question because yes. it uh, usually you bring something with you. Oh, I had, I had something so good. Yeah, I brought in some spinach artichoke dip with some, uh, I tore up some sourdough bread, heated that up. It was, it was so wow. good. Yeah. Wow. All right. So you're not going to get too hungry as we continue to do this. Uh, no, I'll be All good. Right. That's good. Listen, we, you're the senior man now. We can't have you. Uh, we can't have you passing out from fatigue <laughs> exactly. and from uh, being malnourished. That's Need not going to work. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. The old National Bank talk and text line. What is your go-to splurge food? We'll get to more answers to that. And this kid who, oh my, you heard uh, Jessica mention him during the news. What's going on with this kid who was lost for two days? I don't understand how that happens, but we'll talk about that and so much more. It's WTMJ Nights. Brian Noonan, WTMJ Nights on a Thursday. Glad you're with us. We're here till 8 o'clock. We're talking about a lot of stuff, but our text question of the night is because it is National Eat What You Want Day. What's your favorite splurge food? 855-616-1620. And uh, Chris wants to jump in. She's got uh, her splurge food. She's from Cedarburg. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you? I am great. And I'm liking what you're bringing to the table. I'm not going to lie. What's your favorite splurge food? Um, a very thick or semi-thick. Uh, ribeye steak with some nice butter fat that can be charred around the edges. And then um, uh, some uh, grilled onions with mushrooms. Chris, you're a um, woman so. after my own heart. Absolutely. I like, I, man, that's good. good. I like a woman who is right not there. afraid to say, you know what, I'm going to skip the salad. Just bring me the giant ribeye. Right, right. But I do need some ketchup. I'm sorry, I do. A little bit of ketchup. But, really? Yeah. I've never understood I that. I know, I know. Just on the side, just a little dip, you know. Okay, I don't, listen, I'm not I'm not casting aspersions, Chris. I just never understood right. 
Jeff, I know, but um, yeah, so everybody fire up their grill. <laughs> yes, don't so, carry any shame. You eat, you eat it how you right. want, Chris. I appreciate the call. Have a great night. Yeah, that's something I never, I never got. People who you like, my wife likes steak sauce. I know tons of people like steak sauce. Um, some people like ketchup. I, I don't. I don't understand using some just some salt or you know um, sometimes they they put that little pad of whatever kind of uh, butter compound butter or something on there. That's that's okay. Maybe on a fillet, a little horseradish cap or a blue cheese cap. Those are fun. But yeah. And I'm not anti-ketchup. You know, I know Justin has strong feelings about condiments. No, I'm kidding. I don't know if you have strong <laughs> feelings about condiments. Just thought I'd throw it out there and see if your mom would call in and get mad. Tommy's mom was all over me last night. Not <laughs> just on the text line. Let's not. I don't want to get. You know, nothing. Nothing untoward was happening. Um, but yeah, that's. But again, listen. Chris wants to eat her steak with some ketchup. God bless her. I'm, who am I to judge? You know, what am I, the kind of guy who'll send an eight-year-old back to camp somewhere out in the woods? No. This, thank God this story had a great ending. Um, Jessica was talking about it, a lot of people talking about it. Eight-year-old Wisconsin kid, he's up in the UP camping with his family, and they're out gathering wood uh, with, uh, you know, some relatives, and his uncle tells him, uh, go back to the camp. You know, just uh, go on back to the camp. We're going to finish up getting uh, getting wood. And they were in the Porcupine Mountains Wilderness State Park in the UP. The UP is one of the most beautiful places. But it's also, I can only imagine, if you're lost, it's it's terrifying. And if you're lost at eight, forget about it. So his uncle tells him, go back. Somebody's got to be smacking this uncle around, right? Like this kid's parents have to be like, what, what, what do you mean you just told him to walk back to camp? And now the kid is eight, so he's second grade. He's not going to admit that he doesn't know where camp is, you know? So he starts walking back through the woods. He gets lost. Uh, they don't realize it till much later when everybody's back at the camp. Then the family's like, hey, where's, uh, you know, where's this kid? They're like, uh-oh, uh, well, he's not around. Thank God they, they looked around for a couple hours. They found, uh, his name is Nante. They found he wasn't there. So they called for help. Then there was a big search effort. Well, in the meantime, this kid is out in what w was described by Wisconsin or Michigan State Police as very hilly, rough terrain. It's a, a park along the along Lake Superior. So Saturday night, he's out there. He said, "I prayed for uh, being found and not stuck out here for the rest of my life." He ate snow to stave off hunger during his predicament. He said he's eaten snow before at home, so that was no big deal. And this was the this was the craziest part of all to me. That he and, and good for him, he said he still wants to go camping. Imagine being eight and being lost. If if you've ever been lost at all for a short period of time, it creates a feeling of panic in you that is unparalleled, really. And if you're a kid and this happens, forget about it. But now he's like, well, yeah, I'm still going to go camping. I'm wondering if he's going to have any sort of lasting trauma from this. And yeah, he'll go camp. He'll still go camping with his family, but uh, he's not wandering off in the woods by himself. Have you ever been lost, Justin? No, not to that extent. 
No, well, yeah, no, most of us. Thank God, <laughs> most of us have not been have not been uh, lost to that extent. I couldn't imagine it. I've been lost as an adult uh, driving down in. Um, it was down in Georgia. I was. I this was back before GPS and stuff. Yeah, I and was I had say, a map. Yeah, I feel like I've always had technology. Like, yeah, so I've see, been, I've been fine. Luckily, you're very. That's. And when I say you're lucky, I'm not being flippant. That is that is something that nowadays drivers and most people don't have to worry because you can always use the phone. Right. But if you've ever been lost, man, it's terrifying. And I, the only time I remember somebody in my family getting lost like that, and it was dumb. Um, we were kids, my four brothers and I, and my my so my dad's for some reason my mom decided she wasn't taking us to see santa one year my dad had to take all five of us by himself which i don't think he was really crazy about and we go to the mall and we're seeing santa and all of a sudden brother number four is gone and he was maybe five or six at the time and he was just gone Nobody knew where he was. And my dad, of course, as all parents do, starts to panic. And being the oldest, he was like, all right, you just sit here, put me on a bench in the middle of the mall with my other three brothers. He's like, sit here. Don't let anybody move. Don't move. I got to go find your brother. And I don't know how he searched for about a half hour. Pardon me. And I don't know how he thought at one point to just go out to the car. And he found my brother hiding under the car. So he wasn't really lost. I guess we were lost. He knew where to go. He knew to go back to the car so we wouldn't leave him. But we had no idea where he was. So I'm glad this story had a happy ending. But if uh, if somebody doesn't punch this uncle right in the mouth for telling the kid to just wander back by himself, that's, uh, that's some negligence right there. And I don't want to be negligent, especially uh, because, you know, Justin's... Justin's feeling uh, full of himself now, so I don't want to give him any cause to be upset. <laughs> We're going to do, do a little business, and we'll come back. It's WTMJ Nights. Brian Noonan, WTMJ Nights. 855-616-1620. That's the Old National Bank talk to text line. Old National Bank, get old. You want to jump in? Sure you do. You know you want to call us. You know you want to text us. You know you want to tell us your favorite go-to splurge food because it's National Eat Whatever You Want Day. A um, couple of responses. Lobster mac and cheese. That's from Taylor. 414 says, favorite splurge is some chocolate from O'Malley's Foods on West Villette Street. Sounds like a nice plug there. Um, from the 262, I crave beef stew with mushrooms smothered in thick brown gravy poured over mega wide and long egg noodles. Very specific. It was a favorite of mine in my youth, seemingly never made often enough by my mom. Well, hopefully you got the recipe. Marty and Racine, my splurge snack is an apple kringle from O&H Bakery and Racine. That sounds good, too. Um, and somebody wanted to say, we were talking about this uh, Wisconsin 8-year-old who thankfully was rescued after being lost for two, two nights. He, was, he slept out in the woods by himself two nights. Um, rescued, he's fine, everything's good, thank goodness. But we were talking about how... People are lucky now that they have GPS and they can, they can find things and somebody wanted to make note, especially because now summer's coming, people are going to be going out, you're going to be um, maybe going hiking somewhere, you go, that's a nice vacation spot, go to a, state, a national park, a state park, you're going to do that. 
Uh, large areas of mountains and deserts out west where there's no cell coverage and unknowing people dependent upon phone-based phone based GPS have gotten completely lost and sometimes needed to be rescued. Yeah, he, this this always is another thing I don't understand. I was trying to parse my words because I didn't want to say makes me laugh because it never makes me laugh if someone is in peril. But I also sometimes go, what were you thinking? There's a lot of people who fancy themselves outdoors experts. They're going, you know, they haven't really done too much, but they're going on a vacation and, you know, they're we're going to go visit the Rocky Mountains for the first time. That's fantastic. I, You know, it's beautiful, right? But then they're going to hike. And they're not really hikers. But they're like, well, I have my phone. And then they wander off and they go off the trail and they don't stay in the marked areas and suddenly they're lost and they're like, oh, somebody. And then they're, you know, thousands of dollars to rescue them. Probably maybe more than that, tens of thousands of dollars sometimes to rescue people. So, yeah, just remember, you're not always going to get cell, cell service. You know, then you end up like that guy in uh, where he had to cut his arm off. He got caught in a gorge, right? And what was the name of that? 90 minutes, 96, I don't know. 72 hours, something like that. 262, I love a good Polish sausage, not just anyone, a really good one. All right, well, then fess up. Tell us where to get the really good ones so we're not all eating garbage sausage. That was the name of your first band, wasn't it, Justin? Garbage Sausage? Spot on. I know. I Listen, I heard the, uh, I heard the EP. Not much to write home about, but it was a good effort. Uh, now that some people might say, "Hey, Brian, that was kind of rude. Why would you say that about Justin's band?" Uh, you know, garbage sausage. He, they were they were out there. That was rude. How should Justin respond to me? Well, we we all have people being rude to us at one time or another. Sometimes people say something that's just a joke. Uh, maybe you're with your buddies and it's just a playful little insult. Everybody likes to bust stones now and then with their friends. But sometimes you go a little too far or someone goes a little too far with you when you're, you're like man that uh, that that was uncool so what do you say you could either you could just ignore it if you weren't really offended by it but then that's going to lead probably to more of those kind of comments and listen i've been on the uh, i've been on the giving and receiving end of these so i i know a little bit about it i don't know as much as a harvard trained etiquette expert which to me seems you know excessive but sarah jane ho is her name uh she's the founder of institute sarita a finishing school that focuses on social conventions she's also the star of mind your manners on netflix where she helps different students learn how to use etiquette to improve their own well-being do you think we should uh, invest in finishing school justin so we're more refined on the program or do you think people like the rough around the edges wtmj nights we like the rough around the edges wtmj All right. nights Good, because I, I like it better uh, for myself. I don't know if I want to be too refined. I don't know if I want my pinky up when I'm drinking coffee. It's the nice I don't show. know if I want to, um, you know, say excuse me every time that I burp when we're doing a sushi eating contest. I want, you know, some things you just have to do. But she makes a good point on this. There are, she knows what to say and when to say it. That's her thing. So if she is ever on the receiving end of what she calls a sassy remark, which I I like that that word, 127 hours, thank you, 414. I knew it with that movie. I knew it was some sort of hours, 127 hours. Um, 
I like that Sassy is kind of coming back. I hear it with uh, my daughter, who's 26, and I hear it with some uh, other people who are younger, and they just, uh, they describe, like young parents describe their kids as being sassy now. And I, I haven't heard that in a while, but I like that it's coming back. So if somebody's rude to you, I know my first instinct is to come back harder and meaner, you know, and try to destroy them. Well, as you can imagine, that's not always looked upon kindly. My scorched earth response policy, and maybe it's yours too, where you're like, I, how dare you say that to me? I can be even meaner. It's not lovely. It's, it's not classy, Santiago. So we need to we need to respond to those remarks with kindness and class. She says, if you have someone who says something mean to you, she just looks up and says, "Are you okay?" And it's the way she says it. She says, "You don't you don't um, say uh, don't be short, don't be sharp with it. Just use a friendly tone. Are you okay?" Like, you're really concerned. Like, these people said something horrible. How? Oh, they must have something wrong with them. Um, it can signal that even if you don't, even if you're not really offended by that comment, that you could, you know, uh, you, you didn't really appreciate it. It wasn't the greatest thing. So are you okay? See, I have four words, and I, I can only say, uh, well, I have three words, too, but I can only say go and yourself on the radio. You know, that's... That's what I do. Justin, are you do you tend to be more amiable and classy when someone says something rude to you or do you do you go all scorched earth on them? Uh, it depends who it is. Like Okay. Yeah, like my best best friends definitely know how to get get under my skin. So for them, I might be a little bit more uh, loose and maybe uh, say some hurtful things, you know, cuz we all we all know at the end of the day we we all love each other. So like those those guys can push my buttons. Um, I'll say if it's some like random stranger though, like or just someone that maybe I work with, uh, I'll, I'm usually respectful about it. Kinda, present company excluded. Yeah, what'd you say? I said present company excluded or included. <laughs> uh, included. I try not to say anything rude. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. See, but the the I like what you said about your friends because sometimes yeah. a lot of us think that way, and with family too. Well, at the end of the day. But those people can usually say the most hurtful stuff. And that's true. That's that's what I mean. And it's like, like they, they definitely know how to get under my skin more than anyone else does. Right. Yeah. And sometimes it's not a sometimes it is just cruel. Sometimes it's not a joke and it's you know, then it's a, then you really have to, you know, then you really have to gauge. And it took me a long time to learn the gauge because I, I like I said, I was always go for the jugular. It was like growing up, that was how it was in our house, yeah. and it's not not always beneficial on the street. But I don't know if I would ask somebody if they were okay. I may, I may try this, and just just as a social experiment, you know. But really now, like the, the only, I don't know. Usually, people don't say rude things to me; they just uh, flip me off as they're driving by. So that's that's you know then I'm not telling them they're okay I'm telling them they're number one and I you know I love you you're number one, but I'm saying it in sign language, wink wink. Um, 
So uh, Jeff says, my go-to is either to do a sarcastic pantomime of wiping tears from my eyes or to plagiarize Norm MacDonald and say, oh, you got any gum? All right, I like that. So I'm going to try this. But I'm wondering if you have tried... If you have tried to change your behavior, which a lot of us do because we want to evolve, we want to be better people, we want to be uh, more classy, as this educator would say. 414 says, kill people with kindness. I would rather use a rope and my fist, but uh, there's, I guess there's different way to kill, different ways to kill people. No, I'm, ki- I'm, I'm kidding. See, that's, I don't want anybody going, uh, did you hear the show last night? Uh, he was talking about murder. I think he was serious, though, because, you know, he had uh, very specific plans for some people. It was uh, it was a tad disturbing. I didn't turn it off, though, because I was taking notes. But it was uh, a little lot going on over there on that show. I don't think that uh, Justin kid keeps him in line enough. He lets him run wild. He better, uh, he better do something. He's going to have to call the authorities or something. So, yeah, I guess you should try to kill people with kindness. I don't know who that guy was that just called in, Justin. Was he from, uh, where was he from, Cudahy? I don't know, but he's never calling back again. I hope not. you you got to start <laughs> screening calls better. That's what I That's what I want to tell you. You want to get out of the stick. Uh, all right, well, so if you've tried if you've tried it, has it worked? Is it worth my while to try to be a, a more evolved, kinder, classier human being when I'm responding to people's rude comments? Did it work for you? Or eh, go back to your old way, Brian. It shuts them up faster. 855-616-1620. We'll talk about that and so much more. It's WTMJ Nights. Brian Noonan, WTMJ Nights. I want to welcome our listener from Maine. We are very big in states where they're shaped like rabbit heads. So welcome uh, from Maine. We're glad you are here. Uh, Justin, did you say your mom is a teacher? Is that do I remember that correctly? Yes, yeah, second grade teacher. Now you know this is uh, Teacher Appreciation Week, don't you? I do, I do. Yeah, is yeah. your mom is your mom being appreciated by the her students? Oh and, uh, yeah, that's, administration. That's what I'm hearing. She's getting free car washes, massages in the teachers' lounge. I guess wow. free pizza today. She's she's living life. It must be well. We had pizza lunch to free pizza today yeah. for lunch. It was lovely. That's nice. Tomorrow we're getting, I think, uh, Cuban lunch. Ooh, yeah, that'll be exciting. Get oral you're uh, you're first grade, right? First grade. I am first grade. First, okay, yes, yes. Yeah, so it's either Cuban or Puerto Rican. I can't remember. Yeah, uh, I didn't pay much attention. I just know I don't have to make lunch, so I'm very <laughs> excited about that. You know, and um, then uh, what do we have? They had the breakfast stuff one day, and yeah, they they did massages today. They chair did massage, yeah. ten minute yeah. chair massages. I, that's probably what they had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did not avail myself. Yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> I don't want to think of uh, you know the teachers at your mom's school just stripping down on a table somewhere. Well, you know? see, that's the thing. Like, I don't. I think they might have had like somebody. Co- like, I don't know what the deal was, but she she like missed it. She came home for lunch. We live like uh, five minutes from the school she works at. And obviously, like I work nights, so like I'm I'm at home when she comes home for lunch, and she came home yeah. and she's like making lunch or whatever, and she gets a call basically saying like you're up next for the massage, and she's like no I'm good I don't need it, and I'm like what's <laughs> what's going on at your school? <laughs> well yeah we had a sign on now I didn't do it I year a few years ago I did it now I'm not a massage guy I don't like I never liked getting a massage they never really wow, um, interesting. Yeah, they don't do you not really like relax to be touched? me. Do you not like to be like? You oh know no, I, mean? I love yeah. to be touched. Sure, sure. 
I just don't like. I I don't get it. I don't get the massage. It's see, yeah, I love a massage. I've never been maybe to. Maybe I've never had a good one. I've never been to a chiropractor. That that I want to real. I want to try really bad where they crack all the bones in your body. Uh, yeah, I've been to chiropractors a number of times, and I'm good with the back. Like when they're when they're uh, cracking your back and stuff, I'm good. It's yeah. the one where they take your head. Yeah, yeah, and jerk it. Yeah. No thanks. I've seen too many movies. That's how you. That's how you break a guy's neck and kill him. That's how every uh, Navy SEAL, every assassin, yeah. <laughs> every murderer in every movie and TV show cracks the guy's neck that way, and they always go, "Just relax." I'm like, "No." And so I kind of fight it, which I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it's you know a different kind of thing. Uh, it's not as helpful if I'm resisting. But uh, no, I didn't. So today they had here. Here's the thing. The masseuse was one of my students' fathers, and he has a he's like a professional massage therapist. He's got a place, so he was coming in in the morning and giving chair massages. And you sit in this uncomfortable chair, and you put your head like in a a, a toilet seat. It looks like a foam toilet seat kind of thing, and then he rubs your back and sh upper back and shoulders for ten minutes. And I'm like, eh, I'm gonna pass. A lot of I think a lot of teachers pass this year. But I didn't want. First of all, I said I don't like massages. Uh, secondly, I'm not going to have one of my students' fathers rubbing me up and down and asking about his kid, who, quite frankly, uh, is a pain. So I don't, you know, maybe he maybe he knows I think his kid's a pain, and so he's going to, you know, try to do something horrendous to me and my spine. I, I'm not taking a chance. But I always do enjoy the the pizza. Um, what else did we? Uh, what else did we do? Usually it's just yeah. Usually it's just food. Like that's the thing they think teachers really need. Um, listen, you want to appreciate teachers? Pay them a little more. Then you don't have to worry about giving them free food because they have enough money to buy their own food. So that would be nice if you paid teachers a little bit more. And then if you, you know, maybe show them a little bit of respect. That would be good too. So that's how you really appreciate it. Too. I did get a nice card though from there's this kid in my class, and every kid, every class has one of these kids. I bet if you asked your mom, she'd be able to pick this kid out immediately. Uh, he's got a lot of attitude, even at six. He thinks he's. I can tell he thinks he's a ladies' man already because all he does is talk to the girls, <laughs> and he tries to. You know, he jokes around with me, and he's funny, and you know, uh, so I tease him a little bit back and forth, and he made me a card. The other day, and he made. I'm a co-teaching, so he made both of us a card, and in it he put two pencils, which were not, you know, glittery pencils, very nice, sharpened. I liked it, and his card just said, "Thanks for being awesome," and I was like, "Oh, this kid, this kid's a good judge of character. I like that." So for one day, I felt like I was being awesome, and that's you know. Can't beat that. So I'm sure your mom loves all the, you know, you get all kinds of little things and little, you know, kids will bring you in a little snack. I got a nice uh, flower today, yeah. potted flower, so that was nice. Some gift cards, maybe? I haven't gotten any gift cards yet. Yeah, I'm texting my mom right now. She said she got a gift card to Starbucks. Oh, nice. And a gift card to get a manicure, I guess. Wow. Yeah. I would like that, yeah. too. Yeah. My nails are dodgy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so happy Teacher Appreciation Day. Uh, I want to formally apologize to most of my teachers growing up because I know I was not uh, the model student or very easy to deal with. But if you're a teacher, uh, you're, doing, you're doing unbelievable work and uh, know that 
there are people who do appreciate what you do and appreciate your hard work and the long hours and the money you have to put in on your own and all that kind of stuff. So happy Teacher Appreciation Day. Uh, on the other side of the news, holy cow, it's Mother's Day Sunday. A new sto- poll has come out. We will find out what moms really want for Mother's Day. We'll do all that and more, but first we got to do this on WTMJ Nights. The day is over, but the night has just begun. This is WTMJ Nights, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. Here's your host, Brian Noonan. Welcome back. Hour number two of the big show. Glad you are with us. 855-616-1620. That's the Old National Bank talk and text line. Old National Bank, get old. Uh, Sunday is Mother's Day, in case you forgot. I don't know how you could, but some people do, just don't. Uh, Justin, are you all set for Mother's Day? We just talked about your mom being a teacher. Don't let don't let her students outshine you by showing her your appreciation. I know. I need to get her something nice. I do. Yeah, either you get her something nice or do something nice for her. I think she'd appreciate that. Yeah, she's uh, yeah, she's going out of town that weekend, but she should be back on Sunday. Yeah, we wanted she well, she wanted to have um both me and my brother with her, so yeah. that that obviously couldn't happen that weekend because he's in school and I'm here, so she's going to do, I think, a little bit of both. Yeah, she's going to go see my brother play some baseball at Indiana State on Saturday, and then nice. Sunday she will be with me. Oh, well, that's good. So she gets yeah. to see both her sons. That's yes. very nice. Yes. Very, very nice. I know um, for my mom, see, when when you get to a certain, when, like my mom's 87, so... She doesn't want. This is the only. Oh, I have to do this after. I forgot. <laughs> I have to do this after work. Um, there, she only wanted this cheese spread that I make, and I usually only make it at Christmas time. And I had made her. I had made her a big crock of it at Christmas time, and she was like, "The only thing I want for Mother's Day is more of that cheese." I was like, "Oh, all right, I can make you some cheese," but um, I forgot that I need. <laughs> I need to soften up some butter, so I'll do that. It's uh, so I've got to do I got to do that. And then, guys, listen to me, listen to me, and hear my words. If you pay no attention to anything else I ever say on this show, pay attention to this. If your wife has given birth, don't say, "Well, it's not my mother." She, it's Mother's Day. You got to take care of her. You got to take care of her. Uh, because if you don't, you will rue the day. I, I have never made that. I've never made that mistake. I always, you know, always got, uh, and usually fathers of little kids, they're, you know, they help their kids either make something or I remember like my dad taking us out. We would always have a little, uh, a little bit of money. Or, you know, and he'd take us out and we'd do some shopping. And, you know, when you're little kids, you're either making your mom a gift or you're buying her something, you know, from the drugstore, some, something that says world's best mom or blah, blah, blah. And, um, and they, you know, they like it. They appreciate that kind of stuff. Then you get older and, you know, you're doing it now with my mom. It's, you know, I'll make her some cheese. And with my wife, uh, I have no idea this year. I have no idea. I tried to talk to my daughter about it. And uh, she wasn't much help. I had one idea, and she was like, I wouldn't do that. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's, you know, maybe I still will. Because sometimes I think uh, sometimes I think my daughter may be uh, leading me down the wrong path. Not intentionally. 
She just, we think differently because she's 26 and I'm not. If you're thinking, what could my mom really want? A new poll has come out, a survey, if you will. Uh, they polled 2,000 moms, and it was commissioned by Lego Group and Moonpig. I'm not sure what Moonpig is. I don't know how it ties into Mother's Day. It doesn't sound like the most flattering uh, the most flattering title. I'm hoping they're not calling moms Moonpigs, but uh, I know what Legos are. And so, you know, it's a um, Moonpig is a selection of different... Uh, all different kinds of stuff. Oh, cards. So it's cards. It's all, uh, you know, but you can you can customize them. So that's what that is. So it's Legos and this card company that put this poll together. I'm going to give you a chance, Justin, to guess. Because we're talking about your mom. What do you think moms want on Mother's Day? Just attention. Okay, Justin votes attention. Attention and love. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go emotion. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go emotion. Nothing. Nothing physical. Just. So you want? They just, want. They want their love kids to be just hanging off of them. I love you, Bob. I want to give you more and more yeah, attention. Yeah. Some love and That's attention. That's what they want. Yeah. They want attention. All right, moms, jump in because I would like to hear from moms. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. I will review. I'm not gonna make you wait. I'll tell you what it says. But, moms, you can be anonymous. Hop on the old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620, and tell me what you really would like for Mother's Day. Because I will tell you that what moms wanted in this survey is something that I ask for every Father's Day and my birthday. And I have never received it. The poll found that a majority... Of moms, 58% want free time and to be able to quote-unquote drop everything for Mother's Day. So basically, they want to be left alone. They would use this free time in a number of ways. 42% said they'd like to read a book. 44% said they'd like to watch some TV. 51% uh, of moms said they would love to spend some quality time. That means... No uh, no issues. They don't have to deal with everybody's needs, but they would like to spend it with their families, just not dealing with the normal, everyday stuff. Taylor says she wants to be left alone. Yes, <laughs> that's, that is it. Um, and 16% uh, said making a new memory is essential, which I agree with. I, I, you know, now my wife and I are into that phase of our lives where we, you know, Stuff is boring, so we try to do things to make some memories. Um, Chris says, I think as a mother of a six-month-old, my wife would love a nap. Chris, she, she would definitely, definitely love a nap. Um, there is an anonymous mom on the line. I, oh, what if it's your mom, Justin? It's not. It's not. I checked the Are number. Are you sure? I checked the number. I was scared. That it was <laughs> <laughs> Hello, anonymous mom. Welcome. I am not Justin's mother, um, okay. but I will say when I was knee deep in kids and they were little and always vying for attention, I really just wanted just an afternoon to myself, even an hour to myself would have been wonderful. But also, can I get that cheese recipe? I'm kind of really wondering what that's all about that your mom wants. 
Yes, I will. Uh, I'll actually post it. And uh, <laughs> but it, it's it's very simple. It's I'll just throw it out there. It's butter, uh, sharp cheddar cheese, a little bit of dry mustard, a little bit of sherry, a little bit of Worcestershire sauce, and some walnuts. And you you know I put the cheese and the butter and everything except for the walnuts in the uh, mix master. Get it all creamy, creamy, creamy. Throw in the walnuts, and then it'll stay in the fridge. And you just have to take it out, uh, you know, about ten fifteen minutes before you want to eat it, so it softens up a little bit. Sounds but I will fantastic. I will send it to Justin, and we will post it on the uh, WTMJ Nights page. Is that all right, Justin? Could you do that? Of course, of course, for the moms. Of course, just to help out. Yeah, Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> you get the cheese recipe. Thank Anonymous you. mom, how many children do you have? I have four lovely children. Four lovely children, and you would just like them to leave you alone for a little bit. Now, have you have you <laughs> told anybody this, or are you, is this something that you've been holding inside, and now you've finally had an opportunity to let it out? No, no, no. No, my husband is very wise. My kids are older now, but when they were younger... I was very, uh, you know, I communicated well, and he listened well, and, you know, everybody was happy. That's perfect. Well, happy Mother's Day. I will, we will post that recipe, and I hope you get, I hope you get more than an hour of free time on Sunday. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great night. All right, anonymous moms, feel free to jump in uh, from the 203. Just clean up your mess and take the dogs out. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, flowers and chocolates did not make the list at all. Not at all. Um, 10% confessed that they would love to go to the bathroom by themselves. Yeah, if you have little kids, I, I can imagine that being something that moms would just love to do. Even if you have to take the book that you want to read into the bathroom and nobody bother you for an hour. <laughs> I don't think you could sit there for an hour. Your legs would go numb. You'd fall off the toilet. Then they got to call the paramedics. Happy Mother's Day. That wouldn't, uh, that wouldn't be too good. Um, moms would also like to relax by taking a walk, listening to music, exercising, taking a nap, or take a bath in peace. All those things were part of the top 10. Uh, 51% of moms said they would love to spend quality time, I said, with their family. They also asked moms, uh, the poll also asked why moms need time to which 65% explained that they were busy with their professions, 58% they said they were too busy doing household chores. Fellas, come on, we got to help with the household chores. What is this, 1956? Spend a little time doing that. All right, moms, if you want to jump in, do you agree with this poll or not? Um, you know, we'll talk, we're talking Mother's Day. It's WTMJ Nights. <laughs> moms we're talking about you and a new poll that came out that said really what moms want is some free time and a lot of you want to go (laughs) how do you just want to go to the bathroom by yourself uh good luck with that i hope i hope at least i hope that is something that you are able to achieve for um Mother's Day. My kids are 36 and 33. I would love to have them both home, make me a nice, thoughtful dinner, and clean up afterwards. Yeah, that's that sounds good. I know our my daughter, uh, our daughter, is going to, she and uh, my wife are going to spend Sunday morning together, just mom and daughter, doing some mom and daughter things, and then we're going to be with my mom, and she was, at first we were going to go out, and we never, my, my wife 
never wants to go out on Mother's Day because it's a zoo everywhere you go. Because everybody's like, oh, we got to take mom out or we're horrible people, blah, blah, blah. So we never went out. I, I always give her the option. I was like, would you like me to cook something for you or would you like to bring something in? Well, this year she... She was like, I, I would like to go because my mom was going to be with us. She was like, I would like to go to this Japanese steakhouse. And we had been there multiple times before. And I was like, okay, it's Mother's Day. If that's what you want to do, that's cool. Uh, I said, why don't you just call and make a reservation? So she called Monday, and they are like, oh, no, we never take reservations. Um, and she was like, well, what if we come, I don't know, like at 3 o'clock? Is that going to be a, uh, you know, between a rush? And the woman was like, no, on Mother's Day we're going to have a three-hour wait starting at 1 o'clock. So guess who's not going to the Japanese steakhouse this year? That's right. We'll go another day. So my mom was like, how about we just get pizza and you bring it over to the house? Perfect. So that's uh, that's Mother's Day. But um, from the 847, moms like to be pampered. Oh, this is Justin's mom, and I loved his answers. Uh, now that the boys are older, I just like quality time with them. Oh, look at that, Justin. Oh, jeez. Now you don't even have to get your mom anything. Oh, jeez. She just wants to spend time with you. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's nice. Yeah. Can pamper her. No, that's that's what she wants. She she wouldn't have texted it in if she didn't want it. No, yeah, she texted she loved me. Your answer. Yeah, she texted me saying she was going to say something. <laughs> yeah. All right, now we've got somebody reaching out. If somebody wants a new segment on TMJ cooking with Brian, perhaps I'll share the recipe. It's almost uh, it's almost done, so I am going to be uh, I'm going to be sending it to to Justin. We're going to post it on the. Uh, WTMJ Knights page, so don't worry about that. I am a man of my word, especially when it comes to taking care of the moms, because we don't want uh, we don't want the moms to get upset. He lied to us on Mother's Day. He is a horrible human being. Yes, I am, but not to moms. Um, somebody said, uh, "What should I get my wife for Mother's Day?" Help me out, Brian. Listen, two six two. I need some more res- uh, information. I need to know how many children, how old they are. You know. Get her a uh, miter box and a saw. I don't know. I don't know what she likes. You know what you should do? You should make sure she doesn't have to do any household chores on Sunday. If you have little kids, uh, you know what would be fun? Get the little kids up. Have them make mom breakfast in bed. Doesn't matter. The toast is burned. Who cares? The orange juice has seeds in it. Mom doesn't care. Have them do that. Then make sure that mom doesn't have to do laundry. She doesn't have to take the kids out. If they're real little, she never has to change a diaper that day. She just, it, it doesn't doesn't really cost you much. And it's just a lovely, lovely way of hanging around. Three children, 26, 22, and 7. All right. Took a little break in between. That's good. I, I still stand by with the 7-year-old. Ever make like a breakfast in bed? That would be nice. And if the older kids can come over... And, um, I don't know, maybe you grill something for dinner. You just, the rest of the advice stays the same. Make sure she doesn't have to lift a finger doing anything that day. And if she would like to have just some time by herself, take the seven-year-old, you know, chance of rain, but you go out, go to the park, do something, leave mom alone for an hour or so, then come back, she'll be, oh, so happy. Maybe make her a cocktail. Just... It's not about the it's not about the money, it's not about the stuff, it's about the thoughtfulness. And have your seven you know what? Have the seven year old make a nice card. And then if your wife if you know your wife's into some kind of hobby, you know, it's gonna be time time now to start gardens. She likes that kind of stuff. Get her a, a gift card to the nursery so she can go pick out some things she wants to plant. Or that you will plant for her. See? 
What do you think, Justin? I should be an advice columnist. Sounds good. I'd take, I'd I take that advice. That's good advice, right? You would expect something uh, more off the cuff, more, uh, you know, snide from me. But no, I'm trying to help this guy out. Got some kids there. You know, you got a wife, you got to keep her happy. Happy wife, happy life. A lot of people say that. My good friend Lou Manfredini says that all the time. Happy wife, happy life. So, yeah, that's what you do. That's my best advice for you right now, 262. Um, I hope it helps a little bit. If not, listen. Oh, you like it. Well, good. I'm glad. 262 likes the advice. You're very welcome. I hope it helps. Those are, uh, those are just some fun things that I've seen done in the past. All right, so there, there. we know what moms want to do. Maybe you want to do something free with your mom on Sunday. I've got a few of those things. We'll share them with you after the news, and we'll get to some more uh, fun, fun, fun. But first, we must do this on WTMJ Nights. Yeah, party people rock the house. We are here for another half hour. And it's Brewers Weekly with Dominic Petronio. We were talking Mother's Day and this new poll that came out that moms just want some time alone. That is true. Uh, a lot of people looking for jobs. This sounds like an ideal job, but I think it may be too late because uh, people have been applying for this job nonstop. Uh, Justin, I don't know if you would be interested in this. I definitely would be. People from around the world are applying for a job at a zoo to wear bird costumes to scare off seagulls. It sounds like a no-brainer. Blackpool Zoo, it's in England. They advertised for this job after bosses said that uh, the, <laughs> the seagulls have been persistently stealing food from visitors at animal enclosures. Not good. So uh, they said people have applied for the roles from as far as Australia, India, Uganda, and war-torn Ukraine. Applicants have sent in videos of themselves already dressed as birds. That's like, Imagine if you were like a, a minor league mascot and this job came along. That would be all right. That would be really good. Um, five positions are available. It doesn't pay too much. It pays £10.80 an hour. So not a ton of money, but really, how hard are you actually working if all you're doing is wearing a uh, a uh, bird costume to stare away the seagulls? The zoo said those taking the roles would need to be outgoing and comfortable wearing a bird costume. Are you either one of those, Justin? No. No. All right, so you're out. I am out. Uh, it's unclear whether the outfit would match an inflatable ego, or eagle in an image that was shared in, as part of the ad. There is precedent for attractions and other commercial enterprises using birds of prey, both real and fake, to deal with feathered frustrations such as gulls and pigeons, including hawks deployed at the tennis tournament Wimbledon. Wow, good. So here's the ad. As a seaside resort, Blackpool is not short of seagulls. However, the seagulls are proving to be a bit of a nuisance when it comes to trying to steal food from our visitors and our animal enclosures. We need to do what we can to keep the seagulls away from our main visitor dining areas. I don't know. A couple uh, teenagers with BB guns might do it, too. I know that's probably not nice. I know that, uh, I know that you don't want to think of uh, me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Jeff has sent us a picture. Justin, take a look at the text line of himself in a giant turkey costume. Jeff, if you're not applying for this job, uh, I don't know what you're doing. You seem to be wasting <laughs> your days. 
you got to get uh, yeah, you got to get in on this. I don't know why Jeff is dressed as a turkey, but gobble gobble, good for you. Looking good. So we got people applying from all over. Seagulls are a pain in the rump. And you know what? I'm always surprised when I'm not near any bodies of water. And this, if you are a, uh, if you are a bird expert, maybe you can explain this. I, and I'm sure a lot of us, are under the assumption that seagulls are only near water. Well, I've been a lot of places that there's no water anywhere to be found, and yet, you know, you're in a store parking lot and there's a seagull pecking through a McDonald's bag trying to get the last fry that somebody left in there, and they're swooping down. The other morning, I'm leaving the house. I'm about a block from the house driving, and one flew so close to my windshield, uh, I panicked. I didn't, you know, it was I didn't hit it, thank goodness, but I did panic. So seagulls are a menace. I think we can all agree on that, can't we? Can we, uh, can I, Justin, is that a hot take? It is, if I that, go, that is not. They are brutal animals. I didn't think it was a hot take. I thought it was just, you know, every, if you can't agree on that, what can we agree on? Yeah, seagulls are, I, my daughter is deathly afraid of birds. It may be because we showed her the Hitchcock film, The Birds, when she was about eight. I didn't. It was my wife. Uh, so now she hates birds. And it's become kind of a funny thing in our family that if there's a lot of birds like we'll be sitting out on the deck and out behind the house there's like power lines and stuff and there'll be a lot of birds sitting on there especially in the fall and oh my goodness she's panicked because she just keeps picturing the playground scene from the movie bird the birds and she doesn't like it and i've told have have i told you the uh the story about me getting pecked in the head by a bird justin no no -uh. oh my goodness i'm not a fan of birds either because birds, yeah. birds are very territorial, you know. So this was when we were living in California. And my, daughter's, my daughter went to kindergarten about, you know, three blocks from the house. You could walk. It was very lovely. One day, I had to go and do something at school. So I had to go to the office. I had to go in through the front door. And as I'm walking in, the sidewalk is lined with these little trees. And I guess... I didn't realize there's a lot I don't know about birds, and I'm not embarrassed to say that. You know, I don't work at an aviary. I don't need to know a lot about birds. I know they fly. I know they ruin my car every time I get it washed. And I know they'll eat pretty much uh, anything they want. A lot of people calling uh, seagulls flying rats. A lot of people texting in. They're not fans of seagulls either. But I'm walking in, and I hear... I hear birds chirping in these trees, but like aggressively chirping. Not the kind of chirping you hear in the morning when you wake up and you're sipping a cup of coffee and your window is open and you hear the birds chirping outside and you go, you know what, this may not be such a crummy day after all. This day might actually be okay. And then, all of a sudden, a bird came and pecked me in the head. And then flew back around and pecked me in the head again. And I'm flailing about like I'm having some sort of seizure on the sidewalk. And there's nobody there to help me. And this bird just keeps pecking at me. And I, I found out later it's because when they're in, you know, the breeding or they get very aggressive. So about a week later, I'm sitting out back and one of my dogs is out there and he's getting attacked by a bird. So now I have, you know, no love lost for these birds. You know, things things go bad and the birds all start dropping out of the sky. Well, you know, maybe they deserved it.
I can't, uh, I can't, be, I can't love all of nature, Justin. I try to love most nature, but birds sometimes are a little rough. Then I see a story about a bald eagle swooping down and taking a guy's pizza. That's no good, you know. I do. This is the coolest thing. The other day, my buddy goes, "Hey, you want to see an eagle?" And th- that's not a euphemism for something. He's he's a guy who drives around a lot. He, he's on the road for work, and then he also just likes to be in his car. He likes to drive. And not far from my mom's house, he goes, yeah, there's an eagle. And then there's an eagle's nest. And I actually saw a bald eagle in the wild, just sitting in the tree. And then about three blocks down in this forest preserve, I saw the giant nest and three little baby eagle heads popping out over the nest. How cool is that? See, that's what I like. That's how I like nature. I like to see it like that. I don't like to know that that an eagle is swooping down and taking a slice of pizza from a diner's hand somewhere. Uh, this was in Connecticut, gripping a slice of pepperoni pizza with its talons. Forget it. Have you ever seen an eagle's talons up close? Some of you probably have. They're huge. They are birds of prey. Uh, Mike says, flying rats for the seagulls. We have to get some more uh, info. 262, sky rats. Rats with wings, unfortunately. We can't kill them. Because they're the Mexico country bird. I don't know what that means. But, uh, yeah, you can't. Well, you can't, you know. I've always heard rats with wings about pigeons, not seagulls. Um, Taylor says they're like flying rats. If you feed one, you look up two seconds later, and there's 15 flying around your head. It's illegal to feed and kill them. Wow, a lot of aggression here against. uh, I don't know what we've tapped into, Justin. We seem to have hit a vein, uh, hit a nerve with people who are very upset with seagulls. So... We're just, uh, you know, maybe we start this around here. We start a uh, WTMJ Knights squad of people who dress as birds and go to public places and we just scare away seagulls. But, Justin, when you when you pitch this to the boss, because now you're the senior man on the show, the senior producer. Yes. So, you know, you pitch it, we got to have branding on the back of the bird costumes. <laughs> oh, my God. But, look, listen, you're a young man. You know all about branding. We got to get the, the socials, you know. Brian's bird, uh, Brian's bird brigade, something like that. <laughs> something like that. We uh, we like alliteration. We like the WTMJ Knights logo on the back of the birds, and um, you know, then we do the beaks, kind of like NHL goalies do their helmets. We customize it with the logo. Maybe you and my face airbrushed on there. That scares some seagulls away. You don't sound behind it. See, this is the kind of thing. This I don't like seagulls. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a bird guy either. All right. Well, you got to listen. These are the kind of things we got to start pitching. You know, we got to. We got to take over. You know, this is where you. This is where you step up. Your degenerate gambling is not going to carry you forever. I know you think <laughs> it is, but not gonna. All right. We've got to do some more things, some more business, and then we got more to talk about. And I did promise you some uh, the lowdown on some free pizza, so I'm going to deliver on that too. See what I did? Deliver pizza. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm hilarious. It's WTMJ Nights. All right, Justin will be posting that uh, recipe. He now has it in his hot little hands, so that'll be up later tonight. He's got many things to do as the night goes on because he he doesn't just get to work with me. He's got he's working with Dominic on uh, Brewers Weekly, which is coming up after eight o'clock, and a lot more. Uh, Dave in Kenosha says, "If you feed a seagull Alka-Seltzer, they explode." I don't know if that's true, and I'm not going to condone it. I'm just putting it out there. You can uh, you can 
put that on uh, Snopes yourself and see if that really happens. Uh, from the 262, a few years back, I was riding my bike on a wooded trail converted from an abandoned rail line, and to my dismay, I suddenly got attacked by Canadian geese who apparently thought I could be a threat to their young on the shore of a hidden pond hundreds of feet away from the trail. Geese could be the meanest bird on the planet. And they're arrogant. Geese will strut around and block traffic like they got nowhere to be. You know why? Because they don't. And they're, they're, oh, they're always yelling at you and hissing at you. And just once, just once, I'd like to see somebody punch a goose in the face. Not to not, listen. I don't want to. I, I don't want to hurt it. You know. I don't want to kill it. I just think sometimes they need their comeuppance, because quite frankly, geese think they're all that, and they make it very, very tough. Um, oh yeah, Taylor brings up. Uh, I don't know if you remember that you're a sports guy, Justin. Maybe you remember this when Randy Johnson uh, hit a seagull with a fastball. Oh, I've seen the video. Yeah, yeah, and it just exploded. Yeah, that video is pretty crazy. Oh, it is crazy. It's like, oh, no, I don't, you know, it's it's one of those things that it's like, oh, my, you laugh because you're so shocked that you can't believe you can't believe you actually saw something like this happen. And uh, but yeah, it that was uh, that was a rough run. Then there was then there have been all different kinds of um all different kinds of like birds and stuff uh, landing in the uh, outfield, you know, and then you get some squirrels running through there and all kinds of nuttiness. But uh, yeah, birds, all right, birds are for the birds. I told you I was going to tell you how to get some free pizza, and I like to uh, keep my promises. If you've been, I don't know if you've been to Lou Malnati's. They just in the last year or so they started opening some uh, Milwaukee area locations, which is fantastic. Because I am a big Lou Malnati's fan from way, way back. May 19th, so I'm giving you some advance notice. Put this on your calendar. Plot your, plot your, your, uh, your attack now. May 19th is National Pizza Party Day. Lou Malnati's is going to help you celebrate. On May 19th, the uh, Chicago-based pizza restaurant is going to offer a free slice of deep-dish pizza to the first 250 guests at each Milwaukee-area location beginning at 11 o'clock. Now that'll it's supposed to run through one, but if they run out of pizza, you're well, you're out of luck. To sweeten the deal, they'll also be giving away one two hundred and fifty dollar pizza party at each location. So just stop by any Milwaukee area location next Friday, May nineteenth. Scan the QR code and uh, you'll be entered. So there you go, free pizza. Uh, they're in. They have a dine-in restaurant, one dine-in restaurant in Brookfield. And they've got carryout and delivery uh, in Fox Point, Greenfield, Oak Creek, and Waukesha. So, have you ever had Malnati's, Justin? Oh yeah, that's that's very popular in Illinois. That's uh, that I might be pushing for uh, our Sunday pizza dinner. Yeah, for yeah, Day. yeah. That's a that's a big fan favorite. Yeah. Again, it's my you know it's my wife and my mom's decision. I don't get to, you know, even though I would like to make the uh, make the call. You know, you can't really, can't really do that on Mother's Day. You gotta let the ladies, uh, the ladies do this. Here's a tip for your, uh, for all you husbands on Mother's Day: don't forget your wives. And I don't mean just forget to buy them something. I mean literally forget them. Like you go somewhere and then you leave without them. Forget them. And I know you're thinking, Brian, that could never happen. Well, you'd be wrong. Um, a woman posted this video of her dad. Um, 
because he he was very he was a big Walking Dead fan, very excited to get home and watch the show, and uh, he went <laughs> he went to Lowe's to do some things and to get some stuff, and he took his wife with him. That's nice. A uh, couple's outing to Lowe's. They're gonna get all their all their home improvement needs. Um, he hops out of the car when he gets home, and his daughter's there, and he's like, "Come on, we gotta go watch The Walking Dead." And his daughter in the video says, "Hey, where's mom?" His dad, her dad, forgot his wife and left her at Lowe's. That's not going to be a pleasant night at home. That you know, you forget your wife somewhere. Oh man, things are things are be things are going to be rough. Uh, things are going to be rough. So what happened is, I guess they're doing their own thing. This is why I don't like to go shopping with my wife. Or if I do, we stay together. Because once you separate, you might as well forget them because you're never going to see them again. And I've tried, I've been in stores with my wife and all of a sudden she's gone. Or to be probably more accurate, I've wandered off because something caught my eye and I was like, let me go over there. But then, you know, a lot of stores you don't get good cell coverage, so I'm not able to text her. And then I'm just wandering around, and the more I wander, the madder I get, because I'm like, why doesn't she just know where I am? She should, you know, I should start wearing one of those Apple uh, trackers on me. That's probably what I'm going to have to do. So they're doing their own thing, and uh, Dad was done with what he was doing. He was in such a big hurry once again to get home and watch TV. Uh, he didn't even think twice about getting in the truck and driving all the way home without his wife. Uh, I don't know how that happens. This is a guy, let's be honest, I got a feeling this is a guy who's been married way too long. This is a guy who's been through a lot, he's dealt with a lot, and now he just forgot? Are we throwing up air quotes around the forgot? Do you, have you, could, could you imagine, Justin, you have a young lady friend. Yes. Could you imagine if you guys went to save big money at Menards, and then all of a sudden you left without her? <laughs> I was laughing back here hearing that story. I don't know how that would... You'd be in the doghouse for a while. That's intentional. You left without her because she went off to do her own thing. She didn't meet you back where you told her. And you were like, screw this. I got to go see uh, I gotta see the walking dead. She can catch an Uber home. I got I to gotta go. We've been married long enough. She doesn't need to ride home with me. I got to get in the truck. Yeah, that's... Happy Mother's Day. Because you're going to be paying for that one for a long, long time. All right, well, listen, we've got some nights off because the Brewers are playing tomorrow and then a lot next week, but I'll be back next Thursday. So have a wonderful rest of Teacher Appreciation Week. If you are an educator, if you know an educator, thank them because they're doing, uh, they're doing work that a lot of people don't want to do. So happy Teacher Appreciation Week. And moms and all the people who serve in the role as mom, happy Mother's Day. And if you are missing your mom this Mother's Day, know that people are thinking about you. Call a friend. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of people there that are in the same boat as you and are thinking about you. But enjoy your day, moms. I will talk to everybody next week. Justin, as always, thank you very much. Make sure you pamper your mom. That's what she wants. At least that's what she tells me via text. So make sure you do that. And uh, have a wonderful night. Brewers Weekly with Dominic Catronio on the other side of the news. That comes your way after this. It's WTMJ Nights. Bye.